Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Oh, that's a good one. Going way back. Happy Monday, everybody. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh we Good afternoon. Uh, we all watched the Emmys uh, last night, and we've got lots of opinions about them, which we are going to share and sprinkle throughout the show. Um, but really quick, before we move on to another really hot topic this morning, uh, really quick gut check. What was your take on the Emmys? Just like yay or nay? As a, an award show, I kind of liked it, all things considered. I found it to be entertaining, but still long. And thus, at 9.35, when I typically turn into a pumpkin, I rolled over and fell asleep. And so I don't know what happened at the very end of the show. However... It, the ship sank. Did it really? Did everybody no, die? No, it was a joke. It was, you know, the Titanic. I know. It wasn't, but... I know. I know. I know. I, I mean, they just that. end like they I all end. that, honey. Uh, well, uh, we will be touching on the Emmys throughout the show, but right now we want to touch on Ellen because Ellen used the beginning of her show today to touch on all of the controversy surrounding her show. Yeah, we finally get to hear from Ellen herself about her toxic work environment. She addressed the issue. It's toxic. On the new episode of uh, the premiere episode of her new season of her talk show. And I want to talk about the actual show itself. But I think we need to talk about the only thing that's aired thus far, which is the seven minutes ish clip of the monologue that was made available uh, to the internets in advance. Now, I want to play a little chunk of this. There's a lot that precedes it, or I should say a couple minutes that precedes this, um, and we can talk about what's left out, what you don't hear, but I want to kind of join Ellen as she's talking about the specific... Up to this point, she has already addressed the sort of uh, larger issues, the ones that don't relate directly to her, that were a problem at the Ellen show. But now she's talking about the, quote, uh, toxic work environment that she has been held responsible for on the internets and social media. Uh, And she starts with a conversation about that moniker that has been attached to her, the, the, what, what is she, how does she say? The kind lady. The be Um, kind lady. Be kind lady, right? And um, she's addressing that now. I want to, if we can, listen through for about a minute because then we get to a point that I think um, we're going to have opinions about. Again, this is Ellen DeGeneres addressing her toxic work environment on the premiere episode of season 18. Being known as the be kind lady is a tricky position to be in. 
So let me give you some advice out there. If anybody's thinking of changing their title or giving yourself a nickname, do not go with the be kind lady. <laughs> Don't do it. The truth is, I am that person that you see on TV. I am also a lot of other things. I, sometimes I get sad, I get mad, I, I get anxious, I get frustrated, I get impatient, and I am working on all of that. I am a work in progress, and I am especially working on the impatience thing because, and it's not going well, because it's not happening fast enough, I will tell you that. <laughs> Listen, you know, I, I don't know, I, I'm a talk show host and you know that, but I, maybe some of you know that, you know, I was an actress I've played a straight woman in movies, so I'm a pretty good actress. <laughs> but I don't think that I'm that good that I could come out here every day for 17 years and fool you. This is me. And my intention is to always be the best person I can be. And if I've ever let someone down, if I've ever hurt their feelings, I am so sorry for that. If that's ever the case, I have let myself down and I've hurt myself as well because I All right, always so try to that grow as a goes on for a number of minutes. I would say it's again about seven minutes that they made available. In this little bit, you hear Ellen's only attempt to address the barrage of toxic workplace stories that have come out. You know, the celebrities in some cases who've spoken out about the quote, toxic environment, about their direct experiences with Ellen, the people that work on The Ellen Show, and their individual experiences that some of which have been made public, some of which are rumored innuendo. There's been rumor and innuendo about the toxic... I mean, our own Elizabeth Reese says that everybody she's talked to who works out in Hollywood says it's a known quantity, that if you go to work for Ellen, it's a, quote, toxic work environment or some variation on that theme. Mm -hmm. And this is the only little segment wherein she discusses that, and all she can find herself to say is that if she's ever offended anyone, um, she says, quote, if I ever let anyone down, I'm sorry for that. That's all you can say? Yeah. Like, there's nothing specific. Now, let's take a deep breath, and I understand that... This was not going to be Ellen, you know, going line by line. But at the end of the day, it seemed kind of like she just sort of brushed it off so, with the thinnest of apologies. I I feel like that was a safe and dumb thing to do. Uh, mostly just safe. You know, from her Very perspective, safe. it was a safe thing. Because if you watched that... That is an apology with the assumption that the people who are listening don't even actually know what the specific allegations are. Because the very first thing she does when she says about being called the be, not, be kind lady is then turn it around to make it look like she's a victim of other people's perception of her, right? Like, I understand she's a multifaceted person. But she was not accused of being impatient or having bad days. She was accused of being patently cruel to people. Yeah. Among other things. She also said she also says, um, I couldn't fool you. Like I come out here every day and I'm doing me. And and you know, again, to her audience, it's a very low bar. These are people who are laughing and joking and they want the Ellen that's dancing around. Right. These are not the people who were affected directly by her behavior that has been alleged, right? Right. 
So there, it's a very low bar. And so she sounds like she's just saying, look, man, I'm a complicated person, but I'm like everybody else. But if I came out here every day for this many years, you would know if I was really this like hateful witch of a person that everybody says. Nobody is accusing her, though, of saying that she was coming out and fooling everyone. Right. There's again, the allegations are that behind the scenes, she's behaving in a manner different and like patently contrary to the person that she shows up to be. Mm-hmm. We all are people of many facets. That's absolutely nobody. I don't think is arguing that that Ellen... she's not allowed to be impatient or she's not allowed to have a bad day. I think the the average person recognizes that the Ellen that we get for an hour a day is a version of Ellen or a part of Ellen, um, but it is not the depth, the the entirety of Ellen. It is a performance. I also just think it's a missed opportunity, and here's why. Because we've been talking about how this is a moment now we all find ourselves in where we're not really willing to sort of... Um, just take people at face value like the world is just more complicated and complex and and delightfully so people are allowed to be more um just who they are Mm -hmm. on screen vulnerable like like vulnerable like like we are living through a time where we are not just comfortable with sort of thinly caricatured versions of ourselves we used to be which is why ellen became so popular but things have shifted. And so here was an opportunity to see if Ellen was going to react by sort of, you know, peeling back the curtain a little bit or sharing some something true and something honest. Now, I kind of understand why she doesn't. It's safe. She doesn't want to put, you know, a ton of things at risk. I understand that, you know, this was just the easy way to do it. it but it does sort of make me sad that she missed this opportunity. And it'll be interesting to see if the people who were critical of her um you know we'll take this um to mean much of anything i mm-hmm. i still think there's a huge opportunity for her to sit down maybe she could you know people and i can hear the people already saying what do you expect her to do on her show it's a it's a you know she bebops around the stage and gives free stuff away right mm-hmm. okay so maybe this wasn't the best venue for her to do this well now that she's done this will she do something else because i think she has a huge chance to sort of endear people back to her by being honest and open. Like, you don't attract people by being the person you th- they think you want them, being the person you, you think, think they, they think, think they want. They want you to be. Right. You endear people to you by being yourself. Right. Right. And furthermore, I mean, y- you know, if she really wanted to move the needle, she needs to specifically address the allegations not just do this sort of blanket uh, acknowledging that she knows they exist and then trying to flip it around and explain why we've got it wrong. Rather, she needs to be able to have the forum to specifically address the specific scenarios, right? If, If she really wants to move the needle, because the fact is what she just did was kind of like, Mm, like a pacifier from her audience. I mean, it just sort of gave her audience a little something to suck on and then move on, right? And you're right. This is her audience. She already has them. Um, But but it does, for me, for a person like me who's not a big, I don't watch the Ellen show. I, I know she exists. I'm, you know, she's in the world. I'm not, 
I'm going to be a harder well, sell. And the venue of the show has not been the issue. So therefore, the audience to that show, I don't think, is the issue or the ideal place to have this conversation. Right. Because the, the a conversation is happening outside of the show. And that's, I think, where she needs to address it. Because, we, because again, we don't watch regularly. But if you want people to, if you are a brand, Ellen is a brand, she has a production company, if you want your product to sell... Just from a purely cynical brand marketing perspective, she needs to put something out into the wider world yeah. beyond her show right. that allow that address. I mean, just from a, a moral perspective or ethical perspective, I would hope she addresses the actual issues. But even if you were just being cynical and saying, like, what's the best way to get Ellen's brand um, you know, turned around, you need to give you need to address directly the thing that's floating around on social media, the right. thing that's floating around outside of the show itself. Do you remember when Oprah had the author of A Million Little Pieces on, whose name I can't Big remember? Fry or Frey. And then, um, and then that all like mm-hmm. burst open. Mm-hmm. She did address it on her show, but she did multiple interviews about it yeah. outside of her show. And in fact, probably is still asked about it. But I think what Ellen has done is contained it in a controllable place, and that's her show. Yeah, I, th- um, I think time will tell if she goes... She doesn't grant a whole lot of interviews. Oh, well, that's the other thing. I have a feeling I just get the impression from my uh, myopic vantage point, although it may be, um, that she is like, screw you. I don't have to tell you anything. Mm-hmm. It's none of your business who I am off camera. This is my job. It's, you know, like, I feel like there's a defiance to Ellen, um, which is getting in her own way. And, I mean, it's her right. She can. She's a successful businesswoman. But I think just from a, again, from a brand or marketing perspective, that's not doing her um, long term much good. When we come back on the Colleen... As a brand and marketing expert, right, sorry. Which of course sorry. we are. Self-anointed. Uh, Elizabeth Reese is bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert after this on My Talk 1071. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit shipped.com. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.